Hello, and welcome back to A Better World. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today, we're going to have another very interesting show because I have invited back a dear friend of A Better World who has been on our airwaves numerous times over, my gosh, really the last decade, and that is Jungian-oriented astrologer Monty Taylor, methodological-oriented Monty Taylor. This is uh, going to be very interesting because it's going to help us understand some of the astrological dynamics between what's going on today and what we see for the rest of this year, if not beyond. But certainly looking at 2020 through the lens of astrological understanding, which is a science as well as an art, and we've made that point, Monty has made that point many times over the years. Monty has been working at the Jung Center, teaching there for the past many years as well, as well as been teaching really all over New York and beyond, doing workshops, classes, and working individually with people, bringing his vast amount of experience in life as well as in astrology to the foreground. So these are the reasons that we keep asking Monty to come back onto our airwaves to help us understand some of the interesting dynamics that are going on these days in our world and in our country. So Monty Taylor, welcome back. A pleasure to have you. Hello, Mitchell. It's a delight to be with you. I'm so glad. Are you there? You know, mm-hmm. yes, I'm here. Very much. Good. Very much here. We're connected. Muncie, mm-hmm. we're all both excited about a potential future, and we're also incredibly dismayed at some of the norms that are broken, cultural, political, economic, legal, spiritual, that are actually in jeopardy based on a series of strange choices made by the American uh, electorate. And um, we're all suffering certain consequences, or I should say many, most of us for sure. Anyway, what's interesting is that what is going on is a function of a larger picture, the macro, if you will, and that's, of course, your your specialty. So could you help us understand what dynamics are occurring stellarly, if you will, zodiacally, um, that is causing this, and then what is it that we have to look forward to as this year progresses? Well, first of all, we're in a time period right now on planet Earth where you can't look at things in terms of years. These are epochs. We're changing ages now. Uh, We've left the age of Pisces. The age of Aquarius is now fully functioning. Uh, It actually started in 1753 uh, when Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, was discovered. And that planet is the planet of seemingly massive change. And gradually and gradually, every time certain planetary cycles occurred over and over, you can see it happened. There were many changes when, well, first of all, let's get something straight right now when we're talking about the United States. The United States does not have a single uncomplicated, simplified birth chart. The United States was born in segments much like having a litter of puppies. Uh 
So you you have 1776, the theoretical amalgam of 13 different colonies decided to collaborate together to form a unified field called the United States, and they declared independence. All right. Now, Benjamin Franklin had never heard of Arizona. Nor had any of the other founding fathers. <laughs> or Texas, when these for that Mhm. And remember, even Texas was, for quite a while, a lone star Mexico. state. It was a separate oh, country. And, and it fact, was before that, it was part of Mexico. Mm-hmm, indeed. So we're looking at global... Uh, cyclical uh, epoch oriented realities now and it doesn't fit into the nice little train schedule that we have devised for ourselves about current events it won't fit it mm-hmm. won't work yeah so what you really have to look at is the united states is got many 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 different birth charts first of all was the birth chart uh the signing of the declaration of independence or when Europe, uh, England, received it. People don't know the exact hour it was received. That's why we sure. have what is called a Sibley chart, the most um, commonly accepted one. Uh, and it's all theoretical. We don't know the exact hour. And even after it was received, who read it when? Now, yes. 1806, 1820, all of these other areas are very important as well because this is when the Louisiana Purchase happened. That doubled the size of what was then called the United States. Where's the birth chart for that, you see? And each and every time a state was entered into the Union, we have to do a birthday chart for the birth of its statehood. Yep. Now, we have a lot of vagueness going on here because we don't know the birth chart of when that was an incorporated in territory. We only know when did it officially become a state. And then we do a birth chart for that and do our best with it. So you have, in fact, this is a very good that. point yeah. that most people I don't think mm-hmm. take into consideration. But well, it's because it's people don't understand important. how astrology yeah. works. Yeah, they don't understand. Yeah. They think it's a simple little paragraph in the newspaper, and it's not. <laughs> uh, so uh, I've spent 57 years of my life doing this. Yeah. And eventually you start realizing a few things. First of all, you realize there's a difference between knowing something and realizing something. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what we have here is you have... Finally, we are coming to the Pluto return of the United States, okay? That means Pluto, where it was when the United States was born. It has taken 243 years for Pluto to come back to where it was when the United States was actually born, And Pluto, when you have a Pluto return, when you have any planetary return, whatever that planet uh, rules is brought up big time into your face. Now, Mm -hmm. people do not have uh, Pluto returns because they don't live to be uh, at least 143 years old. Countries do. uh, Religions do. uh, Corporations sometimes. Now, 
so what we're looking at here is Pluto is the destroyer. He is like Shiva. He destroys, mm-hmm. but only that, only destroys what cannot uh, support the future. So what's happening right now is everyone's realizing, oops, the house of cards has started. The domino effect has started. Politically, culturally, economically, in every way. What does not work any longer, such as slavery, such as um, all the um, economic woes that we have through the experimentation of capitalism over the years, they cannot. They can uh, support maybe a narrow vision such as totalitarianism, which it's trying very hard to do, because Pluto is the ultimate annihilator. Not and, and, and it doesn't intend to be. It seems the liberator, but it is. So when people start looking and thinking in terms of a two-party system, in reality, that's been gone for several years. You have a multi-party system that they haven't even been formalized. They're all working now. You have 10 different kinds of Democrats and 20 different kinds of Republicans, and you have mm-hmm. – it's all finished. It's, right. And so I tell everyone – These are not unified fields at all. No. No, and I tell everyone to calm down yeah. because what everyone is afraid of has already happened. They don't have to dread it. It already happened. The job and when you now say that, is what like are you, Charles what Darwin. Are you, what are you saying? Well, what are you referring to? When you I'm say saying that? right yeah. now you no That's longer have happened. the uh, – it's already happened. Uh, corporate owns the United States government lock, stock, and barrel. Oh, yeah. And it's now when the public realizes that, that that uh, reality is going to change. Yeah. There's the difference between knowing something and realizing something. So yeah. what is going on right now is – and you see Pluto is in not only – it's in the sign of government, uh, um, Capricorn. And oh, uh, right now you're having a lot of false optimism about economic expansion. And believe me, mutation is coming. Mutation happens when evolution has been suppressed. The economy is not evolving. It is mutating globally. And it's not just the United States. Many countries around the world are experiencing this dichotomy. We're right now in the United States having the planetary returns, number one, of the birth of the country, number two, of the civil war, number three, the planetary returns of the stock market crash of 1929. Now, people don't know history anymore. They very conveniently simplify everything and forget it and gloss sure. over it. Sure. The when entire you say, economic structure. Mm, yeah. When you say, when say the what? return of what from 1929, are you saying that there's a certain cycle that is now about yes. to – what is that particular cycle or – Stellar influence. Uranus. Kind of Uranus. 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 See, the okay. three outer planets, the three furthest planets from the Earth as we look at it now, that'll yes. change in a couple yes. of hundred years, mm-hmm. are Uranus, which is revolution. Uh, revolutions don't happen unless change is overdue, right? Yes. And so you have your, the Uranus return of 1929. You have the Neptune return of the Civil War, and Neptune is one of the other outer planets 
that uh, fixes things by dissolving it and letting it reform into a new solid form. So we didn't uh, technically and legally and whatever definition you want to use, the United States did not exist as the original United States during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because half the country thought they were a separate country, and this all had to be. And then you have to. And then that's another thing. If you want to talk about birth charts for the United States, the one you should really be looking at that people are overlooking is the reunification chart of the United States after the Civil War. That oh, has yeah. a chart. Yeah. People are just glossing over everything and think it's a nice, neat little. App nice little or package. something. This is exactly. universal consciousness. Yes, quite the universal. Con- now, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, see. So what, what, I say on every. What is the cycle? What is the cycle, Monty, uh, of the stock market crash? I mean, you mentioned Uranus, which means then, yes. um, how many? What is that life cycle? Well, it's uh, eighty-four years, and then you have. Okay half cycles, uh, etc. And then you have them in combination with other cycles. So you have to blend everything. You just can't take one little thing. If you have gangrene, exactly. it's not told, linear. It's a series of a series right. of cycles that that converge and diverge and dance mm-hmm. together in any kind of way. So what then when you look at the conver- when you look at the energy field that comes from Uranus yeah. and Pluto and that Aquarius is in full force, and any number of other threads, what do you foresee happening to the to the money system? I, I know you've talked last time about cryptocurrency and all that, but are you also implying things about the stock market today? Most definitely. It's an artificial phenomena. It's not real. None of those figures That's on always your been the case. LED screen – yeah, are worth yeah. anything. This is all yeah. speculative. And yeah. uh, even that it establishes the value of cryptocurrencies. It's how popular they are, how much they're used. That determines their value. They're not based on solid things, the material. Right, they're, they're uh, fake too. They're, no, yes, they're they no more real than anything else. Yes, so here we are. There's Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. The United States is having, for the very first time, the Neptune return of one of its big crisis points, the Civil War. And Neptune is illusion. Neptune is the phenomenon. You have to ask yourself this question about everything, your economy, your job, your career, whatever, your values. Yes. Is, us, is, a, is the water destroyed in an iceberg when it melts? No. Its form has changed. The water is still there. Now it's liquefying. It can flow with the rest of the ocean. And that is globally and universally what is happening right now with all man-made institutions, including currency values, uh, of um, Neptune and all the other major planets. It's a very interesting time. We're having... Uh, one of the planetary returns of when Marco Polo came back. Now watch, look at cryptocurrency and look at all the questions and anxieties about money. And people all think they have an answer. There is no answer yet. The answer has to be mm-hmm. found through evolution. But we're going through the same kind of phenomenon that um, Marco Polo experienced when he first went to China. First of all, the people in Italy were saying, China doesn't exist, you're lying. 
And secondly, he brought back all of this paper currency, which was the most newfangled thing. That was like cryptocurrency to the ancient Venetians. You could think about it, right? And they were lighting pipes with it. They were laughing at it. They said, give me a good old solid gold doubloon. And here Mulker pulls and says, you're just, you know, burning up 20,000 lira or whatever the hell it was in those days. And so that's exactly what's happening. Yes. Different parts of the consciousness, the collective, so and the planet, realized things at different times. The Chinese were yes. way ahead of everybody. They understood about paper currency, you see. Yes. The ones who made it really popular in Europe and the Western Hemisphere were the Knights Templar and the ancient Freemasons. They invented oh. European banking. They are the ones, through letters of credit, in other words, paper currency established an entirely new revolutionized banking system. Mm. Uh, So it's really a fascinating thing. And it triggers many other things. Yes, way pre-Rothschild. Yes. Mm -hmm. I thought that the Swedes had a lot to do with the first bank. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought the Swedes. Well, yes, were they did. They the were. They were. Look, look at their heritage. They were the Vikings. They went out in the world and explored. Sure. Sure. The Swedes have this this exploratory nature to their collective consciousness. They're always looking yes. forward, and that's why they're very calm about things now. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so please what you're go seeing on, right it's now. So interesting. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, you can go back and you can trace it. So predictably, astrology doesn't cause it. Let me once again state my mission is to make the world understand that astrology does not cause things. To use astrology properly, you must use it the way you would use an MRI or an Mm X-ray. The X-ray or the MRI does not cause what it reveals. And if you know your history and you put it together with the timing of astrological events, you'll see it is infallible. It always Mm -hmm. works. So right now, everyone says, oh, how wonderful. If I were teaching sixth grade or first grade or whatever, and I'm talking about 1776 and a new country where freedom and equality, baloney, that was not the way it was happening. That's on the surface. I would hate to be a Native American in 1776. <laughs> really? Talk about freedom. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and it's all about control, and control is all about seizing power. Mm-hmm. Right now, people are going after and valuing what they think gives them power. Popularity, money, political clout. Well, there is no majority, you know, there is nothing. It's all going to fall apart. But right now, there is a collective consciousness belief and acceptance yeah. of that as a reality. And uh, these planets are coming up, not um, causing events to happen, but triggering the implosion of illusion that people are building what they think is their solid foundations on. So if you That's were to be... Looking at astrology through that proper lens as an X-ray machine or an MRI, yeah. as you're looking, mm-hmm. since you did speak specifically about the stock market, and we can get to the other things as well, um, what does that tell you about where we are with the stock market in 2020 and for the rest of this year? 
Uh, the same way a doctor would look at a patient that had a horrible rash or something, uh, and he covered it up with all kinds of wonderful cosmetics and so that you couldn't see it at all. And then all of a sudden, the x-ray machine proves that, wow, you've got bone cancer under there. You see, that is the way I would look at it. Mm -hmm. There are no temporary fixes. They have to Mm -hmm. be foundational. Mm -hmm. What would a a foundational fix look like to you in this life? Number one, at this time, it would be economic equality. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Economic, which is absolutely the antithesis of what we have at this time. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, now, it's economic uh, it's not, justice. Uh, yes, balance, fairness. Balance, exactly. You see, that's that's and and that's the last thing we have right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it, that's that's really and that's what astrology very steadfastly so it's keeps not, saying over and over. What does it keep saying? That you have to have fairness and balance for any foundation okay. to succeed. Got mm-hmm. it. So it's not yeah. the the currency itself. It's in the way the currency no. uh, is being manipulated so that, you know, yes. the four richest men in the United States own, you know, more than 50% of the entire wealth of the country. Yes. To these extremely wealthy people, I say, well, that I hope kind you like, of uh, disparity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, most okay. definitely. Okay. And this has okay. happened throughout mankind's history. There have yes. been these extreme divisions, and that is one of the things Pluto does when it comes around and makes a major return or aspect. Uh, Pluto, uh, first of all, the great triggers, equalizer, right? Yeah, the great ex- equalizer. But how does it do it? Pluto does it by triggering extreme polarities, mm-hmm. so that you can say, "Wow, a minute! These extreme polarities have to balance each other, or they're going to kill us all." Yes. And there you yes. have it. So there you have. So that's how you can understand look- a Trump presidency. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes, just look at it. Um, everything comes around and around, you know. Look at the Russian yes. Revolution. It was the same thing. A tiny percentage mm-hmm. had a vast majority of the world's resources. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So in other words, the influence of any outer planet or any planet overall, if yes. things are mm-hmm. in the society balanced and tempered and fair and just, the power of yes. the influence will be mm-hmm. a rather positive one. It wouldn't be experienced Most definitely. as if a, you are in a harrowing moment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Because if and the because, imbalance remember, is actually a... I'm sorry? The destruction's Please. motive is to only destroy and take away that which cannot support the future. Yes. Should is Which not is basically survival. What we're looking at yes. is the, the the reality of nature, which is to promote mm-hmm. survival of its various sentient species. And anything now that threatens added, that is going to be challenged. Yes. Is that a fair thing Look to say? Look at global warming. 
Global warming is the perfect metaphor. Now compare political revolution and compare economic evolution to global warming. Yes. The same thing is happening. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. Uh Uh-huh. Smaller things, you know. I have clients that, you know, they have different points of... You have to be an expert on so many things when you do astrology. But I have clients that are high society clients who are all yes. bent out of shape about Harry yes. and Prince Harry and Meghan and whatever and leaving the world. <laughs> and they're going uh-huh. crazy and this and that. And I said, you know, fine. If those are your superficial values, go ahead. Yes. But I said, quite simply, yes. an astrologer would look at you calmly and say, well, there's no wonder we're having the Uranus return of the Duke and Duchess of Windsor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When the That's King right. of England abdicated so he could be with Wallace Simpson. That's right. You see, that's exactly that's right. what you're having. Exactly. That's exactly it. It's right. It's like mm-hmm. to the T, to the T. They yeah. just changed the names yeah. and the uh, and the era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a storm that's going to blow over. That's it. Now, in previous eras and decades and generations, it was. We have not had a change of ages for 2,300 years. Yes. Okay? What was changing 2,300 years ago? The fall of Rome. Yes. And the people living up and down the streets of Rome, Italy at that time, had absolutely no idea Rome was falling. They just knew there was a lot of chaos, you see. And that's what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And a taste of that, if people want to go back in time, not very far, they would see uh, what happened in 2008. Talk about a fall. Yeah. With the economic collapse. That happened overnight. Mm -hmm. In in appearance, of course, yes, it was it was a result of years of decay, but it all happened precipitously. Yeah. Is what I was aiming for. Finally, the straw that broke the camel's back was yes. uh, trying to move forward and build on a faulty system. 
You see, 2008 collapsed because there was absolutely nothing to support the future based in those paradigms. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. What? So if you said that Aquarius began really in 1753 and it took... It was triggered. It centuries, was yes, mm-hmm. it was triggered, and it's taken centuries for it to actually come into its own body, if you will. Um, when would you say it took on its full shape? Uh, in the last 20, well, its full shape, I mean, we had several events. Nothing happens overnight because it would destroy us and the world with it. Everything happens Correct. at once when you're changing ages. Correct. But uh, we had World War One and World War Two. Now, those were two big events that yes. reshaped the way the world looked at each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now mm-hmm. you have uh, global warming and you yes. climate change. And mm-hmm. I have said in all my lectures, if if there is technically what one would call a World War Three, the weapon will be the internet. Mm-hmm. I was going to say we're looking at cyber war. Yes, totally, absolutely. Okay, count on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. what would you do if you were vulnerable uh, to cyber attacks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what we ask all of our listeners. What would they yes. do? First of all, I wouldn't start relying on what I saw on my computer screen to be reality. You see, uh, they're looking like, like the old-fashioned Venetians who couldn't understand paper money. Uh-huh. See, they yes. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. So yes. uh, stop putting – people put so much of their security in the hands of cyber hacks. Yes. Yes. That's what they're it's doing. It's so funny. And they have to stop that. that. Mm-hmm. A project I've been working on since 2013 uh, is a project having to do with cybersecurity and protecting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, institutions, governments, and the like from it, and from yeah. cyber hacking, that is, and cyber war, in effect. So mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. about the importance of it. I, I sort of live with it every day. You know, most yes. people are not tuned into it, but I am. Mm-hmm. So I, I know wholly what you're referring to here. It's really serious. When yeah, what will happen look... during the age of Aquarius? Yeah. Yes. No, no, please go ahead. What were you like saying? It. No, I, I lost my oh. thoughts. What, what was your okay. question? Well, I had asked you about Aquarius taking its full shape. And you said, you know, of course it's evolving over these past few hundred years. And then you cited World War I and World War II, and now, you know, what is coming on to us as cyber war. But Aquarius is, does it not have the properties of the macro view, the visionary, new technology, of course, which you're referring to. But it, 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 Mm -hmm. there's a, you know, the age of Aquarius from hair. I mean, there's an energy of love and of connectedness mm-hmm. on a large scale. Yeah, so what is those it? Isn't the, some of that yeah. joy something we have to look forward to? Yes, in small doses, and you have to build brick by brick. So yes, when we look at the visionary idealism of the Broadway play hair, 
and other things. Yes, that's all very true. That's what is our guiding light try to try to get us through the dark and the confusion and the storm. Yes. But uh, the age of Aquarius is not going to be solidified and functioning uh, for at least another three to four hundred years. Well, that's what I was going for. So you could almost say it's it's sort of like not even half embodied at this point to continue the metaphor. When it's fully embodied, you will start seeing a cooperative, mutually supportive global society. Not now the lower octave of any age has good and bad, right? Every age, every planet, every sign has uh, evolved and unevolved expressions. So the unevolved expression of, um, of Aquarius, it's very well stated uh, through the Russian and Chinese revolution. First, everyone stopped being starving poor, and they started calling each other comrade, and they started taking the rich people's houses and living in them, and then they started dressing all alike and uh, wearing their little Mao hats and everything, you see. And so that was trying to, you get the lower octave because we haven't experienced it yet. You get the lower octave of an age at the very beginning. Then you have to work through it. Now, the Mm -hmm. eventual goal for the age of Aquarius, as far as humanity is concerned, is the principle is equality with respect to individuality. Remember Stalinism and early communism was complete conformity. You called each yes. other comrade. Yes. But it wasn't, there was no individual freedom. That was uh, bourgeois decadence, you see. Uh, mm-hmm. Think for the good of the whole. Well, yes, mm-hmm. but then there's something called dictatorship by the majority instead of understanding the individual needs of all the human components of humanity. And that's yes. the lesson we're learning over the next 400 years. And if we learn that, things should be pretty well. If we consciously choose to suppress uh-huh. it, it will be quite different. And that's what happened right. in this country at the last election. People chose to celebrate ignorance and make it socially acceptable. And this is what we got as a result of it. Yes, exactly. Which, that's a, that mm-hmm. was a beautiful segue, Monty, into what I wanted to uh, raise, which is according to the um, astrological uh, movements and planetary forces yeah. and influences. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Um, what does Keep it going. look like? Are there indications to you about the next presidency? First of all, there is no presidency. I say the same thing when people used to ask me, will Obama be elected president? And I used to respond to the audience, president of what? Because Obama (laughs) did not have a functioning Congress. He had people in the Senate that refused to pass or cooperate anything whatsoever. And it became a competition of power. And it's still that. So right now, what you're seeing, the next election, I think many, the, the super famous Eastern European psychics are saying that we have had our last election in the United States. Now, when you add that to the fact that this is the death and resurrection of the country, period, because it's the mm-hmm. Pluto return, the death mm-hmm. and resurrection, I didn't say the death period, the death and resurrection, it has to yes. reform into a sustainable 
um, entity. Entity, being. So yeah. mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you can't have ignorant people electing smart leaders. <laughs> There's where the real crux yes. is. Uh-huh. It's not opinion. You have to be informed. People have yes. to be educated. People have to understand yes. things. People. This is where Carl Jung comes in. You have to understanding the hidden motives behind things. Look for the why behind yes. the why. That's my favorite thing that Jung ever said. I love that. Look for the yes. why behind the why. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can really. play that game. Each Truly individual brilliant. can sit in a room by themselves and say, why did we have the results of the last election that we had? Why do we have the mess we have right now? Well, then why yep. did that happen? And why did this happen? That's right. Keep going, you see. Because people are thinking in terms of mortgage payment to mortgage payment, little artificial silly do- deadlines. The economy is growing. For whom? Exactly. The economy Mm -hmm. is booming. Yeah, for Jeff Bezos. Yeah, sure. For who? Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. No, I appreciate this point because Mm -hmm. in in Tibetan psychology, I want to just bring this to bear. You're there's this idea of understanding intent, which is getting to the why behind the why. And yes. you you look at character, and I've been saying this forever about uh, the current occupant of the Oval Office, that uh, mm-hmm. those New Yorkers who knew this guy inside and out in every way yeah. knew that he was mm-hmm. basically a mafia-affiliated, racist, bigoted um, player in the New York Mm -hmm. scene all his life. And he only made money, mainly I should say, through bankruptcies and hurting other people, including his vendors Mm -hmm. and his plumbers and his electricians. But when you let him as a reality celebrity, reality show celebrity go out into the wilds of America, they don't know what we know, and they think he is. Some people have equated him with different biblical archetypal figures. I mean, it's absolutely dumb. Well, those are really smart and that people. This aren't is the they? coming mm-hmm. of the age. You know what exactly yeah. what I'm talking Look. about, and they have they have no grounded understanding of who no. he is. And when people refer to as the mobster in the White House, they understand what is really going on. That's the character mob mentality. the actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me? Look, his number one campaign slogan was, I love the poorly educated. Oh and all my. the rednecks were jumping up and down. And he said over yeah. and over and over again. I heard it just two months ago. He said the same thing at one of his rallies. Really? And this is I exactly the, the way all dictators work. That's, That's the way right. all dictators have worked. They have right. preyed upon the ignorance. That is their fuel. That is their yep. oxygen. They cannot effectively govern without the public being edu- uh, uneducated, and that's why they want that's to keep right. them that way. That's why the Protestant Revolution happened. Of course, it's also talking about, you know, the kettle calling itself black in that case, but that's another story. Well, the mafia in those days was the Vatican, you see. And yeah. so they kept, and they made it, look, even in this very country, it was illegal to allow a slave to learn to read and write. Mm. 
So, the, you know, and people don't sure. see this. They, oh, well, that's not true. You know, that's I mean, that's not happening to me. Well, the hell it isn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's still going on. Sure. In different, in, with and different that's why faces. he was a radio oh, host. That's why he had this television show, you see. Yes. Because the Fifth House and Leo, which is his assistant, which is the ascendant, by the way, of dictators, mm-hmm. um, he, uh, the... Uh, Fifth House in Leo rules anything on a stage or a screen. Now, plays can cause revolutions, or they can cause healings, or they can cause insight, they can cause breakthroughs, they can cause collapses. Yes. You see, that's exactly what's happening. This is the tools of human consciousness. Right, on Mm -hmm. the light side or the dark side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So going back to... That's right. So going back to my question, and we don't have a whole lot of time left, but I do want to get to this. Based on your, uh, the indications that you see, I'm not asking you to name a person unless you are so inclined, but there rather... There won't be one. There won't be There will another... not be a clear concept of who wins the next election because there will not be a clear concept of even having the election. If you think the impeachment process and if you think all the other legal formalities of the United States have been uh, dismissed and overridden, just wait till the election. So there's not going to be a representative. It's not representative anymore. It's not representing the people. It's representing the power brokers. I see. And right now, temporarily, fleetingly, power will be decided by wealth. A congressman votes for his benefactor. He does not vote for the person that elected him any longer. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, the corporatocracy has actually been in place for a long time. That's not news. Yes, it has. But but it has gotten worse. And the emperor yeah, much worse. Uh, is wearing even fewer clothes these days, if you can imagine. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, they ju- it's, a, it's an indictment. It's such an indictment. Yeah, what were you going to say? Yes, it is. That's exactly yeah. what Uranus does. It causes revolution. You yeah. see, the... Uh, Venture capitalists that composed the members of parliament when the United States had its uh, uh, revolution, what was the slogan? No taxation without representation. It was really a demonstration against the Dutch West India Company, right? And the tea. Mm-hmm. And this and that. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it was. And they owned yes. the members of parliament, you see, yes. who had no yes. concept of government for the people by the people. Hello. Mm-hmm. That's why it was so exactly. revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't that part of the Magna Carta, however? There was some greater balancing that took place through that charter. Well, in the Magna Carta, that was the first Uranian thing that showed itself during our recent recorded history because it was about equality. It was about fairness in jury trials. That's my point. It was yes. about all of those things, you see, which was, yes. I mean, alien to what went before. Yeah. Uh, so, Including economics, so that, by the way. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But people so have what no you're idea basically how I, saying... Equal, 
What you're yeah. saying is that just as there has been a dismantling of virtually every institution we know and the norms by which yes. we live, law or not, there are norms, yes. there are customs, and we've all agreed on mm-hmm. these consensually for good reason. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. With them unraveling as they have, just look at what happened in Iowa. Let's look at, you know, there is such uncertainty. Even going back to the Bush-Gore, that was the first, you know, major uh, a, a presidential fiasco uh, in terms of voting, or at least that I know of. Certainly. It could have happened it was way, a power grab. many times before, And it was done behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It completely. And then it was even the Supreme mm-hmm. Court weighing in, and ultimately, most definitely. And a, look, look at the Supreme Court now. Look right now. now. Who's in the hot yes. seat? The Attorney General. Okay, the That's public right. is starting to wake up, but they can't believe it's really happening, so they can't get organized because right. they're not educated right. enough. They're indoctrinated. That's right. There's a difference. Yep. That's right. That's mm-hmm. absolutely true. Now, what, I'm not what are the final doom and gloom here. No, no, I'm no. You're, it's, a calling, it's a call to education. It's a call to action is what I really hear you saying, Monty. Yes, that people it's have exactly to get what it is. conscious. They need to mm-hmm. get informed. They need to get educated yep. and take responsibility yep. for their choices yep. and decisions and actions. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's the only hope, that's and bait. it's going to take time. It's going it to take time. It has been taking mm-hmm. time. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that is, what What are any final words you would like to leave with our audience about what you see as the particulars of this year 2020 that we should be on the lookout for? Are there any moments of oasis of joy? <laughs> you have to look at things. And, uh, my favorite expression is that chaos is the human perception of the divine plan. Uh, now that's a very good and and Uranus is the planet of chaos beautiful. because you have yeah. to have suddenly the explosion of a big bang in order for things to cause. So we're having a big bang. So they have to really be yeah. very careful about what they want and why they want it. And it can't be indoctrination. It can't be uh, like a big football game. Uh-huh. And elections are treated now like the Super Bowl. And that's not at yes. all what they were intended to do or be. So uh, <clears throat> people will, and you will see there will be things to test. There will be a lot of things coming up to test mankind's individual response to the term humanity. You are going to see massive plagues, massive, like this, uh, this virus going on right now. And yeah, uh, there's, the, it's the first of many to come. And the yes. toxins and the poisoning. Now, right now, you have Flint, Michigan. All the children are, are defective because of lead poisoning to the brain. That's going on mm-hmm. all over the place, everywhere. People Absolutely. just don't know it. That's so um, people are getting all upset and fearful about things that have already happened. So the thing is, how do you get into your own center and make the person that you deal with make their life better because they know you? Yes, that's the only that's a very vague and idealistic statement, but that's truly the only real practice. And it'll be individual for each person listening to this. But that's what it really is. It's very helpful. It's very helpful. It Mm -hmm. really is. I mean, there have been so many of us who have been, you know, 
the sky is falling, Penny, Penny, you know, for decades falling on deaf ears everywhere. And now it's so interesting to watch people wake up and say, you know, there's lead. Oh, and by the way, do you know anything about fluoride in the water? Well, uh, yeah, Yeah. just as as an example, or GMOs. You're kidding me. They're really doing that? Or vaccines. Oh, no. The doctors, please. The CDC, you're kidding me. Lying? Yeah. Anyway, on it goes. Mm-hmm. So how many of us have known this for 30, 40, 50 years at this point? And mm-hmm. yet, you know, life goes on as it does, and the ignorant remains. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, no matter what we try to do, although this radio show and our TV show and A Better World altogether's mission is to wake mm-hmm. people up through education and, well, God willing, a little humor, yes. play, and inspiration. And it's a communicative art form. You see, communication and the arts are the real weapon to make change. Some of the yes. most significant and permanent changes really were made in the disgusting British version of capitalism when children were being uh, hired as chimney sweepers, four years old because they were small enough to go and swim, sweep through a chimney, and the yes. labor laws were just horrendous, just worse than slave labor. Um, it was Charles Dickens, through his yes. writing, which were serial publications. It was Charles Dickens who caused oh, more yeah. change in the British economy and the British government and the British morals than any other politician. Yeah. Oh, so interesting, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually mm. a fine note to leave on. I'm feeling empowered yeah. and inspired by that money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> really and you're leading the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. So that's what has to happen. One of, one of many. One of many. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. We all, in our own respective ways, right, are contributing mm-hmm. to the overall good and evolution of our society and our species. Yeah. Maybe others as well, for all we know. So, yeah. Will you give your contact information for any who would want to be in touch with you uh, for readings or what have you? you are yes, I have a so website, Monty Taylor, M-O-N-T-Y, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, dot com. Very simple and unimaginative. My name, Monty Taylor, dot com. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to thank you again for weighing in so powerfully. My pleasure. And uh, yeah. sharing your I didn't your tell you anything new. I just brought just to the surface what's going on. <laughs> I know, but we need to know that. We need to know it. So, That's uh, true. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you again, Monty Taylor. My pleasure, Mitchell. And, uh, Have a wonderful day, and thank you for being on the planet. Oh, my okay. pleasure. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Monty Taylor, a dear, dear friend, and uh, a a true wise man. I really feel that way. I'm blessed to know him and to be able to share his knowledge and wisdom and worldview. You know, as he was saying, uh, essentially, uh, people are ignorant of history. So they don't know even when it's repeating itself because they don't know it in its first iteration uh, or its last iteration either. And so things just, it's sort of like getting pie in the face every couple of years. <laughs> oh, that, that could happen? And uh, I, I make the same complaint, actually, um, 
that it's so sad to me to watch how these circles occur, these cycles occur, and people don't have a clue and are caught off guard each and every time. And it's heartbreaking. So uh, there needs to be a will to learn and be curious and interested and alive and engaged in our past and therefore knowing our present and future. That's the key. And of course, astrology is a brilliant way to mathematically and scientifically understand with, by the way, the flourish of artistic perspective, understanding what happens to us, with us, for us, and giving us some leverage in virtually all situations, as Monty made so clear in today's interview. Well, I want to thank all of you for listening in today. Remember, we are a 501c3, a nonprofit. Your donations are so appreciated of any size. They always help. Uh, you can reach me for our services as well, uh, counseling and coaching and biofeedback, energy balancing services, and others at mjr at abetterworld.net. That's my direct email, mjr at abetterworld.net, or by phone at 212-420-0800. That's in New York City, 212-420-0800. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. It's just such a pleasure. Pass this on to your friends and family and others, colleagues, because uh, these words are rich that I have of my guests and they deserve to be spread far and wide. So on that note, this is Mitchell J. Rabin for A Better World, and I look forward to seeing you all next week. Music.